Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick, and we're missing Jim today, but we have a special guest, Jennifer Frush from the New Hope Center for Grief Support, the executive director. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So my relationship with New Hope goes back a long time, going back to the Kathy Clow, John and Betty Baird days. And I was actually on the board from, I think, 07 to 17. And we had this transition from founder-managed uh, nonprofit to professionally managed. And that was, that was how I view my role. But now we're, we're here off and running as a professionally managed nonprofit. What's going on at New Hope these days? Oh my goodness, so many things. So 23 years of growth, just imagine. Um, we have you know, doubled our numbers, um, not just in the people we serve, but financially what we're able to bring in. Um, we never want finances to be a barrier to getting support after a loss. So um, with the gracious support of donors like yourself and grants, and sponsorships, um, we're able to continue that work at no cost to individuals impacted by loss. So um, lots of great things. We're up to six staff members. We have working interns. We have 250 active volunteers at all times that help run our 250? Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, it takes a village. Um, we have 23 unique loss-specific groups that run throughout the year. So each of those is facilitated by volunteers that have been impacted by loss. Um, the same loss is what they're, they're working with their groups in. Um, they've gone through the program, benefited, and now they want to give back and continue their healing. So it's really incredible. That's fantastic. And when, when I, I was young when I first met Kathy, and I had not experienced any loss in my personal life, and I had a hard time understanding what the New Hope mission was and is. But people like Alan Walthall, I would meet at the Christmas party or the spring fundraiser or um, other events. And that's actually what Kathy said, why don't you come, come to one of our events and meet some people? And the first person that really um, had a big impact on me was Alan. And he said, New Hope saved my life. And at that moment, I thought, well, this is pretty impressive. This is an organization that I'd like to support. And so we started supporting the events and such, and then volunteering through the board and, and, and to today ongoing funds. But you know, what does that mean to you, New Hope Saved My Life? How does that make you feel when you hear people say that? Um, that is why I love my job. Um, it's just that individuals that have experienced loss have hope. Um, when you come to New Hope, you're in an utter despair of hurt. Um, you've lost someone that you love that means something to you. And so when you, you come to New Hope and you connect with someone that really understands because they too lost the same relationship as you, um, just is hope. And then as you find that hope, like healing really does take place. So understanding and knowing that you have to sit in the awful feelings associated with grief, um, as you do that, the intensity of the pain lessens and you will start to feel better. Not that you'll ever accept or um, be okay with the loss because it's with you forever, but you learn how to live with it 
And then when healing happens, life, new beginnings can take place. So um, I have seen five weddings in the last two years of people that have come to New Hope, met someone at New Hope, um, but lost the love of their life, and that's why they ended there. So there's, there is purpose after loss, and there is love after loss. So for me, it just it makes me love my job and love that I get to help people. That's quite remarkable. So people come to New Hope because they're grieving, and they end up marrying someone that they met at New Hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just that they, despite the pain, um, there's happiness after loss. So whether um, it takes years or um, they may never, you know, get involved in a relationship, but they do find ways to heal and they meet a support system. Um, my mom actually went through the program 12 years ago after we lost my dad and uh, she met this wonderful group of women and six months later she was on a trip to Hawaii and since then has taken many trips with these women, um, which has just been a godsend because I feel like she was robbed that time with retirement with my dad. So um, what better way than to be able to still enjoy life and have a purpose and have fun? So um, there's other ways, you know, support systems, and then the volunteer work. Um, when you serve, um, it takes away from your own pain. It lessens your pain because you're giving to someone else that's in pain. So there is some therapy. Uh, yeah, to kind that. of paying it forward, right? Yeah, yeah. Giving back and paying it forward. And you mentioned the uh, your mom's uh, friends that she met and their ongoing groups. So when when someone is grieving. They can come to the workshop and you know learn and meet people that have a similar loss mm -hmm. and they can understand that they're not alone in this path um, and it's not just the workshop right people no. people continue they this group yeah. they stay with new hope for years for years for years alan is still very actively involved i mean he served on the board after you um, but he's still on our uh, gala committee and um, if there's a need I can always call Alan <laughs> he is um, always there for new hope and by the way Alan is also the bartender at the <laughs> peak wealth management summer party the the top of the peak yeah awesome yeah yes. people come just to see Alan I think yes and his <laughs> twin brother too that's right so, yeah Glenn <laughs> oh f funny story okay uh, Alan and Glenn went to Michigan State at the same time that my mom was there and they lived in the same dorm oh my gosh small world very small world <laughs> so we talk about adults and, and loss of spouse or loss of parent, loss of any loved one. What about kids? Because, uh, you know, we can't forget about the children. Right. So believe it or not, um, Michigan, our CBEM rate, which is a child bereavement metric, um, we have one of the highest in the country. We um, average one in ch 12 children will be bereaved before the age of 18, losing a parent or a sibling in the home. That's astronomical. Um, the average in uh, the country is 14, and then further into Wayne County we go, that number drops dramatically to nine. So unfortunately, children do not have the resources or the experiences that we do to help them funnel the emotions of grief. So for us, just being a resource for them, a point uh, allowing them to connect with other kids to know they're not alone, there are other children that have been bereaved, um, a space to honor their loved one, talk about their loved one, um, educationally learning about those emotions and reactions based on where they are developmentally and then um, growing through that experience through our family Fridays our kids camp our teen group and then we also um, recently launched into the schools with a school-based grief support 
program which um, does a little bit of grief sensitivity training for educators so they can be feel better equipped to support grieving children. Um, and then we also go in and run an eight week group for kids that are bereaved so they get to see other kids in the school to know they're not alone and talk about those emotion and reactions. And then um, we're there in, after you know a death of, an, of another student or a staff member. If that should take place, we're there to support because um, those can re-trigger our losses when a second or third or an additional loss happens. So kids are really important um, to take the time and effort when grieving um, because children grieve based on their developmental stages and will continue to grieve over and over and over until approximately 26 years old. So being able to help them understand and process what they're feeling at each of those ages is critical to their development. Um, if it goes unresolved or on, I don't want to say treated, but uh, you know, on talked about, um, these kids are, you know, they're associated with, you know, attendance issues, behavioral issues, anxiety, depression. So um, by putting support systems early in place, we can help avoid those negative um, situations and help them be academically successful in school. And at the spring event last month, we heard from a young lady in high school mm -hmm. who went through some of the programs at New Hope. And I thought that she was very well-spoken and you know, a great person to have for a fundraiser <laughs> event, honestly, <laughs> because she was so um, positive with respect to her experience at New Hope. Um, so let's talk about the events that we have okay. going on here. So the spring event was a huge success. Awesome. I saw how much money we, you raised and I couldn't believe it. I know. I was, was so excited. I know, my goal for next year, 100,000. Wow, but outstanding. Again, that the money and the generosity of the attendees and the sponsors that support that are really uh, putting a foot forth um, to provide that free grief support to everyone reaching out to our programs. And one of the big donors for the spring event was Donna Martin down yes. in the Toledo area. Yes. So Donna is a, I'm a, has been a friend for, for many years, um, and she lost her husband, went through the program, um, and now in Toledo wants to kind of uh, spread the, the good word, right, yeah. for New Hope. And what's going on in Ohio? So uh, yes, Donna Martin is incredible. Then she probably was very active um, in those beginning days when you started because she was a grant writer. Exactly. Um, so she's phenomenal. She would love to see new hope in every city and state across the country. Um, I have to tell her to slow down because we, <laughs> we can't go there just yet, but we did. Um, we were able to bring to life a starting again group for spouse loss at her home church, which will allow her to help serve um, widows and widowers um, in the Toledo and Waterville area. I'm super excited because she's very passionate and um, she definitely, if she says she wants a new hope in the Toledo area, I bet any money we will have one up and running in I a think few it's great. years. I think it's great. Um, what else is going on with events? We had we just had the golf outing as well oh, yeah, with awesome. uh, Jeff Packer and the Packer Group. Yes, so that was incredible. Weather was beautiful. Jeff always does a great job, him and his team. I like your outfit, by I the way. I know, yeah. very patriotic. <laughs> how, how fitting for the holiday weekend. Yeah. Um, so he's incredible, and he has been doing this for, gosh, five years despite COVID, and we managed to still find a way to run them. 
incredible raised just over twenty one thousand dollars and again all of that money just helps us provide this service free of charge and i mean i like i shared with you are in our annual report well over ten thousand impacts on individuals in program efforts last year that's unheard of i think five years ago we were maybe at a thousand so um, wow. just lo lots of growth and I mean that's not even counting the people in an outreach event or when we go and do a pr big presentation um, to a community or a school um, those numbers aren't included so um, just super excited we get to serve more gravers with greater capacity yeah I'd love to hear it and coming up this summer we have the kids camp you have a lot of folks already registered right yep tackle tackle your grief with new hope it's all about um, you know finding the courage um, to face your grief the practice to get through it um, by sitting with it and then uh, perseverance to move through it and grow from it so we do have the some of the former Detroit Lions like Eric Hipples coming out to tackle grief on um, the Michigan Wonderful. Jags Bridgewater support systems with the equestrian horse therapy um, we have over 80 kids already registered, and um, we anticipate that number to be about 150 to 200 kids, which is just tremendous because last year we had 108 kids at camp. Another great growth story. Yep. Um, what about the Family Fridays? This is something that uh, I was not aware of until I learned about it at the, at the spring event. A great it's a great program so this allows us to invite the whole family unit because we understand that um, everybody grieves differently in the family however they don't understand that so bringing them together allows them to come in as a family have dinner meet other families that are impacted by loss and then um, we divide the the kids up based on you know developmental stages what how old they are um, and we do a really fun themed based activity at that month. So um, one time we went bowling, strike out your grief. Um, and we always have conversation about, you know, these emotions that we have, but what are healthy coping ways to deal with emotions when we have them. And then the adults, which um, it, it's really alarming how many guardians, um, so maybe not biological parents, but the grandparents or aunts, uncles, or other family, are ra <coughs> excuse me raising bereaved children. Mm -hmm. So really finding they get this support system by meeting with all of them to talk about like what's working in your home. Here's some of our challenges, and just a really solid support system. So this happens monthly. Jennifer, that reminds me of. You know, in our world, financial planning and estate planning, you know, if you have minor children and you and both parents um, pass away at the same time, your will is what is going to dic it, it is, is the document that will dictate who the guardian of your children are. Yeah. And if you don't have a will, then the judge picks who the, whoever they want. Mm -hmm. And so we did start, funny that we're talking about this, we started a young spouse loss group for 55 and younger, and that was their primary you know, focus of one, like what do I do if something happens to me? Or how do I support the kids financially um, if you know, down the road I get sick? Or you know, how do we even just, where financially, I don't know where we stand because I didn't handle the, yeah. those affairs. And financially, you know, a lot of people don't have life insurance, right? And so that's a problem for the surviving spouse or, or the children. So, you know, I see it a lot and it, it, it's awful. Mm -hmm. So we always talk about these things, but, but particularly when it comes up with, with New Hope. 
Um, now, what about uh, the ongoing groups um, and Circles of Hope? These are a couple things we still haven't covered. Um, I, is Circles the financial part? Is it, nope. Circles of Hope encompasses all of our kids' programs. Okay. So that kids. is the okay. yeah, Family Fridays, teen groups, school groups, everything to do with the family. Okay, so Heroes then is the ongoing donor. Monthly. And you said you know you don't want finances to be barrier. in the way a barrier yeah. yeah and look at the you know believe me when I was on the board financials were a tremendous barrier mm -hmm. so I'm so glad and happy to hear that that's you know leveled up if you will yeah um, but we're always we need ongoing contributions right so that's why we have special events and grant writing and donors and heroes so if people want to help, how can they help? Oh gosh, there's so many ways. So there's the Heroes of Hope, which it, it could be as simple as like a cup and a half of coffee that you give up monthly, so maybe $10 a month to support the efforts of New Hope. And those gifts, those monthly contributions um, really set the tone for us. Like we can plan and grow based on that commitment because we know it's coming. Whereas grants, sponsorships, we, we're not assured or guaranteed. So that Heroes of Hope program to me is vital to the organization. So getting our mindset around if I give up one you know, lunch a month or one and a half cups of coffee at Starbucks, you can really make a big difference in a child or in a widow or someone that lost a loved one to suicide um, by eliminating that financial barrier for them to get support. Um, there's ways for sponsorships, um, you know, to sponsor camp or the gala or the eight-week workshop. And we really rely on our community um, businesses and partners and individuals um, to help us, you know, be able to um, throw on a great kids camp or a great gala by their support. And um, I love how you got this donate button right there on oh, the homepage. Oh, absolutely. That's wonderful, right? Yeah, it would be <laughs> screaming if I had my choice. It would be blinking and everything. But, um, there's other things too. You know, we do write a ton of grants. Um, we ask if donors have a uh, an organ a company that maybe matches. Um, that's a great way uh, to get involved. Uh, everything from shopping at certain uh, Walmart. You know, joining their app and selecting New Hope as the charity. Amazon Smile too. They have they that, just, right? Yes, yeah. but they just stopped doing that. Did they? But we, we yes, that was part of my goal. We got that up to like over a hundred dollars a month. Like coming back to New Hope so but Kroger does it so okay. um, and then Facebook you know when if people have a birthday you know writing an appeal and just asking this this program benefited me can you help me give back so there's lots of ways to give um, and if financially you can't um, we are always looking for volunteers um, mm -hmm. it takes a village to run our programs and so you know whether you want to answer phones or help with plan a big party like the gala or serve at kids camp we are always looking for volunteers well Jennifer it's been fun watching the evolution from a distance over the last five years uh, after being so involved and I'm, I'm really proud of the work that you've done and you know reading through the the 22 annual report um, there's a lot of stuff that I learned that I didn't know about new things that you've implemented um, and the the numbers you're going through the number of people who have attended the workshop the number of children the number of touches so to speak uh, it's just exploding so I think it's wonderful I think that New Hope sh you know is and should be a pillar of the the Northville Plymouth Livonia you know the local community um, so 
Great job. Thank you. I'm so proud of the work that you're doing. And for those of you who'd like to learn more, we can go to www.newhopecenter.net or give us a call at 248-348-0115. Thanks, Jen. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.